Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. Shine. Get out of bed. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. Hope you on Marks in the Morning. Johnny Marks, Carrie Mack. James Patrick, we're all here. Uh, how's everybody doing? Just all say it at once. That's the way radio should be, right? Yay. Good. Yeah, I like how you said, home day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Old habits die hard. That commercial hasn't been relevant in like <laughs> 16 years. Not quite that long. Probably it's about 10 years. But yet a lot of us still say it. Carrie Mack, you know what I'm referencing, right? Yes, I do. It's still one of my favorite commercials. It is. It's a good one. Um, that camel, though, now working from home. So I don't know who he's talking to. <laughs> When he's uh, saying, I hope you have uh, had a good week so far. The weather's cooperated. You just heard Rebecca's forecast. Watch for a little slick, uh, maybe some slick spots tomorrow, more so than today. But there could be some today as well. It uh, was really warm yesterday and then cooled down. But it's actually 33 right now. So probably not so much to worry about. But just a heads up. I saw pieces of lawn yesterday and it blew my mind. I kind of forgot what brown, crusty grass look like. <laughs> I know, right? It's going to be lawnmower season soon enough. <laughs> Let's hope anyways. Uh, so yeah, nice day today. Hey, uh, we got some exciting stuff on the show today. Today's Wednesday. It's Gender Bender uh, with the ladies up two to nothing on the week so far. It's a mud and honey gift card. What's going on with our guys? The score is 18 to 14. We didn't have Gender Bender last week, but a couple weeks ago, the guys kind of pulled back within like one or two and now it's a uh, it's a by four. It's kind of a butt kick in here. Have the yeah. have the lovely ladies been winning all year? Have the guys had the lead yet? I you know maybe early on. I don't know. We keep score, but we haven't kept week to week score. That'll be a twenty twenty two thing. We'll put that <laughs> off. We didn't even keep score at all last year. We'd keep like okay, you know, this week the guys are up, and, but we'd forget. And how much do we trust intern skyscraper with his math skills? Maybe oh, he's the one question. who's keeping the tallies. So perhaps that's incorrect. He he's, is a college student. You know, that's true. He's looking for. A date, so he wants the ladies to do better. Right? <laughs> Look at me, I'm so fair. We're going to assume that that count is correct. We'll go back and verify. Somebody will listen to the podcast that has every single gender <laughs> bender on it before the end of uh, February, so this weekend. All right, lots of good stuff on the show today. Obviously, gender bender and so much more, so why not get right to it? This is K92.3. It is Marks in the Morning. I hope your uh, Wednesday goes fast. It goes smooth. It's going to be a nice, warm day. Get out the beach towel, sit outside for lunch today. I had to close the blinds in my office yesterday. That February, late February sun is definitely stronger than early February, June, or I'm sorry, January, December, etc. Uh, so maybe you're like me. And of course, it's uh, longer days as well. Yesterday was not a good day for golf superstar Tiger Woods. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad he's alive, but I'm kind of surprised after hearing more and more about this. Yesterday, remember he's out in L.A., so California time. It was about 7.15 a.m. So fast forward here in the Midwest, that'd be about 9.15 a.m. He wrecked his car. It wasn't initially known that it was him, at least not to the media. But TMZ reports that uh, he went rolling. His car went rolling in L.A. Here, I'll kind of explain to you what happened. The L.A. County Sheriff's Office says at about 7.12 they were called to a single vehicle rollover crash near a resort. And when they showed up, it was Tiger Woods. He was awake. He was responsive. He was not drunk. He was not on anything, they don't think. And they had to pull him out through the windshield. Now, he was driving an SUV, so think about that for a sec, how badly damaged it was that this big vehicle, they had to pull him out through the windshield. 
Mm-hmm. They had to get the jaws of life. They did. The jaws of life. Authorities say they don't think he was under any, in, in, you know, barbiturates or anything. However, he was, it sounds like he was going really fast. Uh, he struck a median, went across two lanes of traffic, and then landed several hundred feet from the road. If you've seen the photos, uh, JP and I were watching this yesterday. They did like a shot from a helicopter. They kept zooming out. We're like, where's the road? Where's the road? Oh, there it is. Yeah, it was quite a ways. And he broke both legs and an ankle, I think. Yeah, and he's already got a rod. Oh, my God. Uh, that uh, the EMT, well, obviously not the EMTs, but the surgeons had to put a rod in his leg already. Now, he's a golfer, obviously, so will this end his career? It's not. It's way too early to know, but it certainly won't end his life. He's going to be alive and well and fine and uh, didn't suffer any head injuries, and he was wearing his seatbelt. Authorities say that saved his life. No other cars were affected. I guess there was a, a minor collision because of him weaving through traffic, but he, he didn't strike any cars. So, interesting, isn't it? Have, uh, you, have you seen any reports how fast he was going? I just keep reading the, he was speeding. A lot of people speed on this road. So picture this. I'm trying to picture in the Cedar Valley what to compare this to. It's a windy road, and you're coming down a hill. You're coming down a hill to a windy road. I'm trying to think of... Like Main Street Cedar Falls, kind of? That kind of windy, but picture that as a highway, and you're coming down a hill. Mm-hmm. 45 is the speed limit because of how curvy it is. A lot of people go 80, is what authorities said. Ooh. So if he was going 80, that could very well have played into it. He was on his way to a, a taping of a show, apparently put out by Golf Digest, PGA Tours Genesis Invitational, just outside of L.A., so he was on his way to something, um, and he's already been banged up. He just had back surgery again in December. So mm. he's lucky to be alive, and I guess the moral of the story is, A, don't speed. At least don't go, you know, weaving around. Well, here, you wouldn't get away with it with the winter conditions. But, yeah, he's lucky to be alive. He's amazing. I mean, it's amazing that no one else was injured. That time of the day, everyone's up, rush hour, going to work, mm-hmm. 7.15 in the morning in L.A. It's amazing that no one else was injured. It is. This. That is a miracle. And because he's likely at fault, he should be very thankful. Because if, uh, if God forbid, somebody were killed and it was as a result of him flying down the road, he'd be in big trouble. Instead, we're just talking about uh, what could have been a lot worse. By the way, Tiger's had bad luck with cars. In 2009, his ex-wife attacked him, I mean, rightfully so, with a golf club, and he uh-huh. crashed his car at his own property. Do you remember this? He that was Thanksgiving night, wasn't it? Yeah. Right yeah. around Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. my And gosh. that was a weird story. Every day, more and more details came out, yeah. and you and weren't sure what was going on. Initially, what we had heard was, okay, Tiger was involved in an accident on his own property. Let's hope he's okay. And then it turned into... Oh, <laughs> his wife found out about his mistresses and it one, all went downhill one from by there. One like there were so many. It was like a clown car of mistresses just kept coming out of the car. Um, obviously, Tiger's trying to move past that. And uh, he, more, I don't know what his private life is like, but this incident, obviously not related, but just kind of ironic. All right. It's Marks in the Morning. Random facts coming up in Iowa. Is it illegal to flash your headlights at oncoming traffic? You may be going, well, of course not. But it is in Michigan. Is it in Iowa? I actually went to Blackhawk County Sheriff Tony Thompson to ask him, and I'll tell you what he said. Coming up, the end some research and uh, talking to a guy who works for one of our sister stations in the state of Michigan. And he was telling me that in Michigan, it's illegal to flash your headlights at oncoming cars if you're within 500 feet of them, which how in the world are you going to know if you're within 500 feet, right? 
And so I thought, well, that's weird. I wonder if that's illegal in Iowa. This is Marks in the Morning, by the way, K92.3. So I started off with a simple Google search, which found nothing. I couldn't find anything. I did find Iowa driving laws, but I wasn't going to sift through a bunch of legal jargon. So I reached out to Blackhawk County Sheriff Tony Thompson, who actually works right down the street from us. And he couldn't have been nicer. He wrote me back a long couple paragraphs about it. And here's what he said. I won't give you uh, the full version. You can check out everything on the K92.3 app. I have his full quote. He said there's a statute for failure to dim. Flashing your headlights unnecessarily could fall under that, but he referred to himself as a jerk if he were to pull you over for it, right? He said, I'd be a jerk if I pulled you over. So he went on to say, because let's be honest, let's talk about the times you flash other drivers. You do it when their brights are on and you're coming the same direction or when you're warning them about a speed trap. So I'm not worried about the bright light versus bright lights where you're just trying to get them to dim their lights. I'm talking about the speed trap where I could see a police officer being like, "Okay, don't warn them about my speed trap. Well, he says there's no code for flashing your headlights. However, if law enforcement actions are going on ahead, speed traps, inspection points, etc., and flashing of the headlamps impedes law enforcement's ability to do their work, it could be charged under the interference with official acts charge of the code, meaning you're not going to do hard time in jail, but you could certainly get a ticket. So, officer discretion, essentially, is what I read into that. Mm. Now, growing up, right on the border of Alamakee and Winnesheet County, right in the middle of nowhere on a farm, yeah. you, you meet a lot of traffic at night with their high beams on. And it seems like when I was growing up, and even in my mid-20s, People would dim their headlights a lot more. Now it just seems like no one even bothers. And they just leave them on. What you had said, too, a lot of cars, a lot of the modern cars have the technology where they will dim themselves. Mm-hmm. I did not know this until yeah. you told me yesterday. So oh, I'm thinking yeah. sometimes it just it must not work and the driver has no idea. It might be something like that. I know Hannah's parents have a, a nice pickup truck. It's maybe two years old now, and it has the auto dim feature. Now, I've never driven their truck at night. I rarely ever drive it, but... My understanding is you'd still turn on your brights. It would just know when to turn them down. But I, again, rarely drive at night with them. So I would have to ask, maybe that is part of the issue. Maybe the thing is you know, faulty. I don't know. I have a auto-dim feature in my brain. <laughs> which is what time does off. it kick in? <laughs> Not yet. All right. Mine kicked in at about 4.30 this morning. I got up about five minutes earlier. Um, my, I love my wife, but she has a tendency to be the one that doesn't dim her lights. When we're, de- we're going to be going down... To get home from her parents' house, if we've got, and she drives that way a lot more because she works for her dad. But when we're coming back together, she has a tendency to use the brights on a small rural road to get from like Fredericksburg to 63. Then you're on 63, and that's a big four lane highway. And there's some light, you know, it's still pretty dark. I can see turning the brights on, but she'll have oncoming traffic. So, ah, they're far away. They're on the other side. I'm like, okay. All right. And then, of course, they'll turn their brights on and either flash us or just keep them on. See, and I'm like, see what you get. That would drive me nuts. Is, is it hard for you to not say something oh, like, yeah. honey, please dim? Honey. I have said something. But then she reminds me that I could be the one driving the hour drive. And I say, <laughs> okay. All right. Have at it. All right. Yeah. Check out more on the K92.3 app. Uh, I got a lot more from uh, our buddy, uh, Sheriff Thompson. Also, I, I had a link to the article about Michigan and their laws. Kind of strange. All right, we'll be back in a couple minutes here with news and weather. It's Mark's in the morning. Also, music from Blake Shelton. Hey, y'all. An interesting fact this weekend. My mom came to visit. You can see a photo of us in my weekend in five photos. Uh, I learned an interesting fact that my mom's a, a fan, casual fan of The Voice. She doesn't watch a lot of... Uh, I told Carrie the other day, her favorite show right now is The Bachelor. 
<laughs> so she's mostly watching old shows like she loves Big Bang Theory and Modern Family. She doesn't have any streaming services because that's my mom. So she's watching them on DVD. But she does like Blake Shelton. And that song, Honey Bee, is her favorite one. Uh, she just loves that song. So there you go. There's something you didn't need to know about, <laughs> about my family. It's Mark's in the morning. James Patrick's here. This is, of course, Carrie Mack and myself, intern Skyscraper. We've got a full house here today. And uh, that's good because Carrie is going to educate us. We're all going to leave the studio this morning with some more knowledge in our heads. Intelligence. Aptitude. Um, where's my thesaurus? Ah, Recipients. Mm. This is Carrie's Corner on Marks in the Morning. We only have a couple of these left, Carrie Mack. You educated me and JP. Nuggetory is still a word we both use on a daily basis. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> yeah, same, same I, here. I mean, seriously, I can't remember a single of I feel bad. That's yes. just how my brain works, though. Yesterday was some sort of phobia. It was a fear of failure, but the word was so long that both Carrie and I failed to say it, <laughs> which increased our failure, you know, concern. But uh, what do you got today for us, Carrie? So this one is very interesting because it's short, it's quick, but I have no clue when or where I would use this. Okay. Uh, the word is zerts. Zerts? Zerts? Like zerts. Or exerts. Zerts sounds like something a superhero would say right before he punches a guy in the face. Zerts, Batman. Boom. Bam. Zerts. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's like now with wrestling. 60s. 60s Batman. It's exerts, I think. Yeah, it's exert. Well, like it's not exerts, just exerts. Oh, exerts. like exerts energy. Yeah. I'm using yeah. energy. Well, you'll have to use it in a sentence for us to make sure we're right here. Okay, uh, so I... Uh, I don't even know how I would use this. <laughs> because the description is... I look up these words online, and the way they describe it is, this is not the name of the villain in a bad science fiction movie, but actually blank. Here's the definition. Um, so the word... The way I would use this is... Uh, I after a long run, I'm exerts in so much water. <laughs> Using up. How, can yeah. you spell it? X e r t z. Oh, x e r t z. Zerts. Zerts. X e r t z. Yeah, I have never heard of that word before. I've never heard. Most words that start with X, they don't usually have that sound. Yeah, I like know. Like xylophone starts with an X, but it should start with a Z. Or maybe it's a zerts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or if it was like, uh, wouldn't it be church if it was a Chinese word? It's uh, not a Chinese word. It's no, like a English word. I, w I would say uses, uses up. Yeah. Taps the, uh, depletes. It taps the, yeah, the depletes. resources. Essentially, it's the act of gulping something down in haste. Oh, so chugging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to desserts a lot of Mountain Dew as a kid in high school. <laughs> you still do. Can you imagine being at a party with some pals and like, man, chug this beer? Like, nah, I'd rather zert this beer. <laughs> <laughs> they kick you out. Would zerts be the next level up from chugging or would it be a step down? Like if you're going easy. I don't think with a word like that, you're going easy on anything. No. I'm surprised marketing companies haven't latched on to it yet. Yeah, Five it does sound like energy. an Yeah, it's like an energy drink yeah. name. Yeah. Zerts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You could copyright it and everything. Hey, honey, I'm going to CVS to get some Zerts. <laughs> wow. Okay. Coke missed the boat when they named their uh, cola Surge back in the day. Yeah. Zerts. Maybe it wouldn't have flopped. All right. We'll be back in just a few minutes. It's Marks in the Morning. Got uh, Nashville news coming up. Also music on the way from T. Neal Arts. Her new song, Somebody Like That. I have tickets to see Lee Bryce tomorrow after 8 o'clock. Every Thursday before your show in Dubuque at the Five Flags Center, which is March 13th, we have a couple of tickets for you to win. And Lee Bryce himself will be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We're excited. Another big Lee Bryce hit.
Uh, Carrie Mack, if people have questions for Lee Bryce, we have a way they can submit them on the K92.3 Instagram. Is that right? Yes, we do. If you check out our Instagram on K92.3 Waterloo, we have a little section where you can submit a question. We've got a couple so far that are really good, and uh, we'll have to ask Lee when he's on the phone with us tomorrow after 8 o'clock. It's Mark's In the Morning. This is Brian on the phone. Brian, how are we doing today? Not too shabby. Hey, I just wanted to touch base with you and let you know that uh, ever since you guys switched to 92.3, my coverage is tripled. I can be so much further away and hear you guys. I can be in, I can be in Mason City and hear you. I'm actually past Iowa Falls right now and still heading west. Still got you. I don't know what you guys did, but it's way better. Hey man, we appreciate that. That makes me happy to hear. Where where's your home base? You you drive a lot. It sounds like where are you uh, based out of? Well, I live in Fairbanks. Okay, but sure. as far as where I go for work and stuff like that, it's literally everywhere. I'm a service tech, so I drive all over the place. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for your call. And uh, one of the other things we've heard from people, it's um, on some. Car radios. It mentions that we are a Spanish station. We even had a guy yesterday in the building working on fixing the printers, and he fixed oh. mine. And he said, "You know what? Ever since you guys switched, it says Spanish radio when I listen. <laughs> like it does, because I had never heard of this before." Well, I did. Zach Brown dropped some Spanish in uh, one of his songs. So does that count? No. Tequila? That's a, <laughs> something that everyone sings about very, in country songs. Yes, it's a very Spanish uh, thing, flavor, if you would. You're right. Thank you, Carrie. That is something we uh, we can't fix in-house, but we're working on getting it fixed. Uh, some, like on my car, it just says unclassified, which makes it sound like we're like, the, the FBI <laughs> is watching. But no, that's something we're working on. Um, but thank you, uh, Brian, for your comment. All right, Marks in the Morning rolls on here on the Mighty K92.3. Carrie Mack is sitting here. JP, uh, I'm Johnny Marks. And we have Genderbender coming up in, what, about 15, 20 minutes, which I'm very excited about. But coming up in uh, just a couple minutes... A hot-button issue over the last, I want to say six, maybe ten years, gender reveals have become a huge phenomenon. And unfortunately, the couples these days seem to want to all top each other. Yeah, we live in the era of social media, and everybody's got a small camera attached to their hip. Does that mean you really have to risk life, limb, or forests in order to prove the gender of your child, or for that matter, just how creative you are? Carrie has a story about... A sad story, to be honest. And I think this is out of New York, Carrie, or another yep. individual has lost his life because of a gender reveal party. Think about that for a second. You're trying to reveal the gender of your child, and then you're not there for the child. Let's get into gender reveal parties. We also have a dad of three in JP. I'm curious if he ever had a gender reveal party. For any- okay, everybody has seen a video, whether it's uh, from your own family, maybe you were, at, you were present at the time it was being filmed. Or maybe you just saw it because it went viral. I'm talking about a gender reveal video slash gender reveal stunt or party or whatever you want to phrase it as. Carrie Mack, was this yesterday or at least the story broke yesterday? A man in New York died and it wasn't even the gender reveal party. It was like a rehearsal, right? Yeah, this happened on Sunday, but the news came out yesterday. So this uh, New York man died because he was assembling a a sort of bomb that would go off for the gender reveal party. I believe it would shoot off like blue or pink uh, confetti or something. And it just, just, like, it killed him, like, literally, obviously. And it caused some major damage to his uh, brother as well. It just brings up the fact that people are, like, keep stepping up their gender reveal party game. But is this really a good thing to do? 
Uh, well, here's the thing is I remember gender reveal, like early gender reveal parties were as simple as you'd cut into a cake yep. and it would be blue or pink, right? Uh, I've seen the one where it's usually the guy or the gal. One of them is pitching a small ball to the other, and they hit it with a bat, and it explodes into, which seems harmless. I mean, you can get some glitter in your eyes, I guess. But beyond that, yeah, and a lot of our favorite country stars have done big gender reveal parties, although none of them have been hurt but that I know of. But there was also that story a few, I want to say a couple years ago, about a guy who like had a cannon or something and blew himself up and died. Oh. We had one in Iowa where somebody got killed not too long ago doing a gender reveal party. It was 2019 or maybe even 2020 in the summer. Uh, they blew something, I think, up on a tree stump and, and it shrapnel killed them. So, yeah, I don't know about gender reveal party. JP, you have three kids. Any sort of big party for the reveal there? When, when my ex-wife and I had, when we found out we were pregnant, this was before any of the gender reveals, no one was even doing this. It was, I'd call up my parents like, hey, you're going to be a grandma again. Oh, yay. And then we'd call other people or we send them emails. That was it. We No, this wasn't even a thing yet. Did you want your doctor to tell you if it was a boy or a girl? Or did you, were you guys, uh, did you wait until they were born? We did find out for all three. I was fine with waiting, but their mother was always like, the surprise is we're pregnant. I'm like, well, that, that's true. But <laughs> that's true. That is, she's got a good point there. But I don't understand... The gender reveal, because you know you're going to have a baby. Right. If it's a boy or girl, do those friends and family members, do they really care? Do they really care if you're having a boy or girl? As someone who's been to a gender reveal party, the answer is no. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If, I'm happy that you're having a baby, but I don't care if you have to put uh, blue shirts or pink shirts on them. I think sometimes, too, a lot of the parents... Like the dad or the mother, maybe one of them doesn't know. And I think this is the case a lot of times. So it's a surprise to maybe the mother, maybe the, the doctor will tell the dad, hey, you're going to have a girl. I know you're not going to, you're going to do a gender reveal party. So we're not going to tell the mother until you hit this baseball and it bursts I, pink. I think it's you go to your, your doctor or, or whatever and they find out and they put it in an envelope and then you give the envelope to whomever's in charge of the, uh, for example, if yeah. it's a cake. You'd go to your baker. If it was a flower reveal, you'd go to your florist. You'd hand them the envelope. They would open it when you leave. They'd say, oh, blue. Okay, so they're having a boy. And then they'd stuff the product with blue or pink. That's my understanding is there is a way. You know, obviously your doc, your OBGYN, they can tell the gender and will tell you if you ask. Otherwise, they can just write it down and you submit it. That's my understanding. I've never been to one. You know, it, it, it's not always 100% either. Sometimes the doctor sure. isn't sure. And what if you get the wrong color cake? And this has happened before. You'll, they'll decorate a room pink or blue or certain girl or boy colors themed. And then it's the opposite gender. When and then the, the baby sport. pops out. And you're like, what's that thing down there? <laughs> oh, that's, that pink's got to go. That's not supposed to be what's there. What's that? Yeah. That's, that's not an arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to have a conversation with our doctor. What about uh, you? Let us know. Do you? What do you do with gender reveal part? Where do you fall on them? Maybe you've had one, and I don't think they're a bad thing overall. I just think that when you try to top the next person, there was an entire what California wildfire no. mm -hmm. because of a gender reveal number of years ago, not many years ago. I did an article last fall about this. I think there were a couple, a reality show couple in the Mid East, and they rented out the world's tallest tower. What is it, the Burj Khalifa? Yeah, uh, somewhere in the Mid East, and they rented out the entire thing, fitted it with lights and fireworks. It cost hundreds of millions of dollars, I want to say, and it lasted like four minutes. And that's how they did their gender reveal. I'm like, really? 
could I suggest putting that towards the kids' college fund <laughs> yeah, instead? Instead right. of it wasting was, money. It, I, wa- I mean, it was impressive to watch, but I'm like, this is for a gender reveal? I mean, if you have that money to blow, sure, I guess do it. But Yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah. Just uh, you Don't really it. knock yourself yeah. out. Yeah, um, yeah. It's also a 50-50% chance, so how exciting can it be? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's true. not like, oh, it's a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the color is purple. I don't know what to make of it. The the story from Iowa, by the way, it was um, Marion County. It happened, and the person killed was actually, I believe, the grandmother, a 56-year-old woman. It was a pipe bomb that they were using that oh. was stuffed oh. with the color, and it happened on a Saturday in 2019 in the fall. The pipe bomb was set down on a tree stump, and it exploded, and shrapnel killed the 56-year-old and, and she was hit in the head by it. There's a reason it's called a bomb. They explode. Yeah. They're not well, a safety device. And that oh. happened, by the way, in Knoxville, oh. Iowa, which is pretty close to Des Moines. A little too far to be a suburb, but you get the idea. Oh, my gosh. So, so the idea here is, uh, isn't to, to poo-poo gender reveal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. But maybe the going overboard, even if they go off perfectly, but they cost a fortune, isn't really worth it. Is that your thing? Hannah wants to be surprised. She doesn't want to know. And I told her, I said, I would love to know. So (laughs) I might have to carry that secret around for six, seven months, however long before they were, when they can tell you the gender. It's Mark's in the morning. Hi, who's this? Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. uh, Where are you calling from? Uh, Waverly is where I'm from. Okay. Dave, do you have a thought on gender reveal parties or gender reveal in general? Uh, Yeah. Well, we did it for my my son, my second child, um, and... I guess it's my opinion that it shouldn't be like a public spectacle that you invite a whole bunch of people to. It's more meant, I think, for like family, like immediate family, your parents, uh, your spouse's parents, uh, you know, aunts, uncles, that type of stuff. And then it's so that they could tailor gifts to the gender of the child. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so the the idea then for you or the, the way you interpret it is now everybody knows and, hey, get stuff for a girl or a boy. Right, right. It, it, it's okay to buy, like, dresses and stuff like that if you're having a girl. It's okay to get, you know, like the, like the, I don't know, WWE wrestler shirts for the boy or whatever. <laughs> I'd still love that at this age. Yeah, yeah. that's what Johnny's getting. Uh, can we ask what you did for the gender reveal? Was it a cake? Was it a, a confetti? What'd you do? Yeah, we did little confetti poppers so that everybody would have their own one, and then we counted down, and everybody hmm. popped them at the same time. Oh, that's a good idea. I that's like that. That's kind of fun, Yeah. Okay, so but and that's perfectly safe. Did you have so because I've got you here? Uh, sorry to keep asking questions. Did you were you slipped like an envelope with the gender, and you had to take it to somebody else to put those poppers together? Yeah, we told the doctor that we were going to do a gender reveal. So then, in the last, I don't remember if it's called a sonogram or not. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they put a picture in with it's a girl or it's a boy written on the screen, and then my wife took it to one of her friends. And she went to Party City and bought the correct oh, I got party poppers for okay. us. Was it hard for you to not peek? I would. That'd be hard. I'd want to take a look. I'd pop one right before. Well, we, <laughs> we went. We went from the doctor straight to her friends. <laughs> Smart. And just handed it to her and told her not to give it. That's to her. a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> so you mentioned you did this for your second child. For your first one, did you not do any sort of uh, fanfare? Uh, no, we didn't. We uh, we weren't going to find out. And then, like the last uh, ultrasound, we ended up finding out so we can start to get stuff ready but it's so hard to not find out it's so hard to not look everyone's so curious i know man right 
Well, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. It sounds like it was a, a kind of a fun event. Yeah, it was. Good experience. Yeah, good. Awesome. Thank you for your call. Have a great day. You bet. You too. Thank you. I, the only friend of mine, he didn't do a gender reveal. I love my buddy Jason. He and his wife ended up having a baby girl. They wanted to be surprised. No party, no nothing. And he told this, I wasn't present, but he told the story that near the end of his wife's pregnancy, before she had her baby, the doctor accidentally said she when referring to the child. And so they were PO'd, but not super PO'd because the baby's happy and healthy. But they were like, oh, you know, it was like eight, nine months in and they were, it slipped. So that's your gender reveal party when the doctor says she. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be hard to be the yes. doctor, though? For Think of how many babies they deliver in ultrasounds they're doing. I would slip up all the time. Well, that's just it. The couple before you that they saw might have been yeah. out in the open about the gender for three months. You never know. Yeah, I, I get you. All right. Thanks so much uh, to our caller there. And if you have an opinion, Carrie Mack, are we putting this on the old face box? It's on the face box right now. <laughs> That's what my mom used to call Facebook. 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 Oh, my gosh. I love my mom. All right. Marks in the Morning rolls on. It's K923 Waterloo. She doesn't have a Facebook or Facebook page that I know of. We'll be back with uh, news, weather, and sports and this little thing called Gender Bender. Hey, speaking of gender, your chance to win a Mud and Honey gift card. Hey, are you ready? It's time to play Gender Bender on Marks in the Morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? It's going to be a battle of the eight names this morning. It's Adam and Ashley. And Adam, I'll start with you because you were our first caller. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. Adam is dropping his kid off. Did you already drop your kid off at school, or is that what you're doing as we speak? That's what we're doing. We're just sitting down from the school right now. Ah, cool. All right, well, you got a little helper there with you. Adam is uh, in Cedar Falls. Ashley is calling from Evansdale, also doing the same dropping the kid off routine. Uh, same question, Ashley. Is your kiddo in school yet, or are you still with you in the car? He is at my sister's, and I'm pulling up to school because I'm a teacher. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, that's cool, too. <laughs> so you just can't get away from the, the uh, kids. <laughs> what grade do you teach? I teach special ed, kindergarten through second grade. Mm. Well, God bless you for that. My dad was a special ed teacher for 30 years. And, uh, oh, it's goodness. Never, never two days are never the same, um, which he actually no, enjoyed. That's, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Well, you're each going to play gender better. The game is simple. Adam will get to decide in a sec who goes first, and then you'll each get three questions aimed at the opposite gender. The better score wins. We have a tiebreaker if we need it. So, as mentioned, Adam, you decide who's going first, you or Ashley. I'll let her go first. All right. JP's going to ask you your questions, Ashley, and whenever you're ready, you can start off. All right, Ashley, let's do this. When referring to car companies, what does GM stand for? General Motors. Yes. It does not stand for Johnny Marks with a G. <laughs> Johnny Marks? You know, you can spell the name Jeff with a G. That's always confusing. Yeah, Geoff. Yeah, you have to wear like a sweater and a tie. You can't be a schlub with a name like that. Ashley, Mount Rushmore is located in which U.S. state? Um, it is not Iowa. Dang it. It's not, and I've been there before. I should know. There's oh, no. Which, what, which one? North Dakota? You're a little too far north. South it's actually Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. Okay, okay. South Dakota is known for Mount Rushmore and that, uh, what's the name of that huge drugstore? Wall Drug, I believe? Yeah, Devil's Tower. I think Devil's that's out there. That yeah. is a beautiful state, but it's also our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a border state. we got to hate them. All right, next a question. Ashley, <laughs> in casino terms, what does it mean to be down to the felt? Um, you have no chips left? 
Yeah, you're money? broke. Yep, you're out. You're empty. You're cashed out. That's my perennial state at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> so two for three. <laughs> well, that felt like a good round. Let's uh, see if Adam can beat it with uh, Carrie Max questions. Okay, Adam, let's do this. All right. What is Iowa's state tree? <laughs> um, an oak tree. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you did. You got it. It's like uh, when somebody gets double jeopardy and they throw their hands up and guess, and then they get it right. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, Adam. Wow. That was good. Okay, so what sort of kitchen knife is used to trim vegetables? Oh. uh... I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's not filet, but it's filet knife. Mm. No, par- paring knife? Paring knife? Paring knife. A paring yeah. knife, which is paring very knife. sharp and not my thing. Well, Hannah has one. In that's uh, why you have two fingers. That's right. <laughs> that's why they call me Hook. <laughs> All right, Adam, this is a big question. You get it right, we'll have a tiebreaker with you and Ashley. But if you don't, she'll be our winner today. Okay. Right. Adam, I believe in you. What? Thank you. What type of delicate fabric is made from worms? Oh, shoot. I've heard this, too, before. It's the type of my boxer shorts I'm wearing right now. Who am I? I'm going to back up a few feet. Silk. Yes! Yes! Well, thanks for the clue, JP. I'm, uh, I'm kidding. I'm not wearing any underwear. All right. Oh, That's to... what my kids were saying in the background. Oh, the kids knew the answer, and you didn't. Well, you got it right. Hey, two heads are better than one, or multiple heads. All right. Uh, Ashley and Adam, you're about to get a tiebreaker, and the question will be percentage-based from 1 to 100. <laughs> Ashley, you'll get the first guess. And JP, what's our question? <laughs> I want to know the percent of people said they feel that their partner needs to lose weight. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. From one to a hundred, Ashley, what's I'll your guess? I'll go with, oh, boy. Um, I'll go with 35%. 35%. And, Adam, it's up to you. What's your guess? Let's go 36 Thirty-six percent. Uh, JP, what's the actual answer? Fifty percent. Oh. So half, yeah, half of half. Well, the couple oh. say that the other half needs to lose half their weight. <laughs> so is that who is closer? Was that Adam by one percentage point? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, hopefully, we won't read into your guest too much. Neither one of you. <laughs> I will say this. Most of that 50% won't open their mouth and say it to their partner, but I guess they'll say it to a survey taker. That was a fun round. Whenever it comes down to literally one percentage, it's always a lot of fun. Ashley, we'd love to talk to you again soon. Will you call back again? I will. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great day. Adam, congratulations, man. Nice job. And when it Thank came you. to that tiebreaker, I'm glad you were hesitant. We, again, no follow-up questions. It's, <laughs> it's Marks of the Morning, and he is our winner, he being Adam. You can win tomorrow on Hunt's easiest number one hit. But congrats to Luke. Another one for him. You can see the video for uh, Better Together on the K92.3 app. Of course, loving on you as well. Uh, and much more on the app. Hey, speaking of, use that app to nominate a Waterloo Public School Student of the Week candidate. We'll be announcing another Student of the Week winner tomorrow. 
just finalizing. Uh, what we do is when you nominate a student, Carrie and I and JP, sometimes intern Sky, sometimes we'll go to our sister stations and we'll, we'll say, you know, what do you think of the crop of candidates that we have? And by the way, if you've submitted like two months ago, we still have your submission. You don't have to resubmit. And then we pick the student and we make sure, you know, go talk to the principal, make sure everything's cool. And uh, when that student is chosen, and we hope it's uh, somebody in your life, what we'll do is send you, the their adult, unless they're a high school student, and then they'll get it. Uh, we'll send them a uh, gift card that they can use at uh, the Screaming Eagle right across the street. Get free food from the Screaming Eagle, Bar and Grill, and free games of skee-ball while you're there. Uh, how cool is that? Plus, of course, we'll do a big write-up on, on the student and uh, put them on blast. I wish we could go visit at the schools, but, you know, with COVID, we're not doing that this year. But we'll definitely make sure they get the attention they deserve. So stand by. Tomorrow we'll announce another student of the week. And in the meanwhile, we're doing it all the way up till you know, we're right around Memorial Day or Memorial Weekend. So keep nominating your students on Marks in the Morning. You can tap the Nominate Student button on the K92.3 app. If it's easier to go on our website, it's K923.fm, and you'll see the uh, page in the trending bar there. How's everybody doing on the show this morning? It's nine minutes after eight o'clock. Uh, Carrie, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Johnny? Uh, I'm doing very well. I appreciate it. JP, how are you doing? You know, I zerted a gigantic <laughs> coffee this morning, and I'm still yawning. I had a gigantic 20-ounce coffee, and I'm hurting. Mr. Patrick came in with a huge Karuba Gold coffee from Quick Star. You have your favorite Quick Star, and you and I share a Quick Star that we love. Uh, it's the one out to... It's off Green Hill. Yeah, it's yeah, new. Cedar Falls, yeah. Over by the new uh, the police station there, uh, the fire rescue, the whole thing, the controversial thing. Um, and then there's a fairway there. I told Carrie yesterday, I said, Carrie, go shop at Fairway on Sunday. It's really quiet. She's going to take me up on it. I didn't get it. And yep. you're laughing at it. This Very makes quiet. me so mad. You guys can make inside jokes that I don't get because no. I'm not from but, here. But the thing is, you you shouldn't have told her that they're not open on Sunday. You should have just said it's the best day to go. Trust me. I, I felt bad. Well, then I told her to go to Chick-fil-A right after. And I thought she caught on. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A thing really cemented it for me. Uh, I can't trust either of you guys. You no, guys you keep can't. trying to put things over no, on me. Definitely hey, can't trust us. If we were on your home turf from uh, go PA. Pennsylvania, you would do the same to us. No, I wouldn't. I would welcome you there. I would welcome you to the electric city. Yeah, as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the, the reference. The kids say, yeah, I get it. Yeah, if you're... But I would be so much nicer to you guys than you are to me. I think we're very nice to Carrie. Yeah. No. I'm very nice to you, Johnny. Yes. <laughs> the look on your face you Carrie. guys are bullies i am just a young uninformed woman trying to make her way in iowa and this is what you, know, you do to that me sound like a movie series on lifetime i came in here yesterday because i accidentally printed something to carrie's printer mm. and I, we were talking i'm like you're you're way down the end of the hallway there's nothing else down in this part of the building and you're all by yourself just tucked away we never see her after the show i do feel bad and yeah i have a little corner i feel like Time out after the show. One of the things, like, this office is pretty tight-knit. It's not a huge office. It's, it's The space is huge, but it's not a big office in terms of personnel, especially with COVID. And it used to be everybody would gather for lunch, but we sometimes people are still gathering, but we don't have enough spots for everybody now to be six feet apart. So we're not really doing it. But Carrie will occasionally come down to my office and we'll chat, and I always feel bad because then she leaves. And I realize she goes back to her corner. I could literally yell to JP unless he's on uh, one of our sister stations or, or recording a commercial. I can yell to our production guy and we can all hear each other. Of course, we have instant messenger or that Teams app, but it's we can actually communicate. Poor Carrie, if you yell, the only person that's going to hear you 
is the if the microphone's on, well, I guess the entire world. But otherwise, nobody. Nobody's going to hear your screams, Carrie back. Or my tears that I shed every single time. <laughs> we, that we hear. Every time they drip, we hear. <laughs> I actually blast all by myself in the studio when everyone's gone. I know you do. I you could. By. Yeah. yeah. All by myself. <laughs> Here's a question for you, JP. You mentioned you had that big coffee this morning. If you had... Uh, a significant other or just, you know, a, a lady friend, and she wanted to take a sip from your coffee, would you be okay with her taking a drink right out of the same Oh, yeah. Coffee yeah, no problem. Would yeah. that bother you, Carrie? That's gross. I hate it. I can't stand people who backwash, so I don't trust anyone. I, okay. That's why I don't share drinks. I can't share drinks. So when, you wouldn't do it? When I was younger, I was that way. I could, if my parents, like, we were a Coca-Cola family, so if my dad was drinking a Coke and he'd offer me one, I couldn't just because his lips touched it. But a lot of that changes when you have kids because you... You get used to sharing everything. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never having them. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> just don't want to share. That's... They're going to want my drinks. No way. What about a toothbrush? Oh, no way. You no cannot way. share a used toothbrush. I think you can. That's fair. You're, you're swapping saliva already. Yeah, but a mouth is disgusting. So that wouldn't bother you? It is. Disgusting. It is. Why are you kissing it Everyone's then? Everyone's mouth is disgusting. Huh. So, Carrie, it would bother you to, to share the disposable cup, but not the toothbrush. Yes, it would. And because JP would bother you to do the cup, but not the toothbrush. Or the toothbrush, but not the cup. Yeah, because my mouth's already pretty dirty, so I don't. Okay. <laughs> That's gross. That's oh, gross. Fair enough. Fair enough. My big thing is backwash, so I can't do the drink. But if you, like, wash the toothbrush, you, you brush it under, and then you put it on, that's fine. No. That's fine. Just think of this. You're putting a device in your mouth, scraping the crud off your teeth, and then all the, the only way to clean it is tap water? That's not sanitary, but I do the same thing. But you think about think about how nasty that is. Mm. You know, I hadn't thought. What are you like a judge in this, John? He's like, mm-hmm. no. and no, you carry. What do you think? Very fascinating. I'm very fascinated. About six months ago, Hannah and I were on vacation with her family, and uh, somebody forgot their toothbrush. It was me. Uh, and I went down. I it was summertime, so I took a walk to a Walgreens and bought one. But for the first night, we actually had to share a toothbrush. Oh. And Hannah didn't mind, or at least she didn't oh, verbally object. That, make, that grossed me out just thinking about yeah, that. I <laughs> felt really gross using her toothbrush. I felt really bad. <laughs> I know where my mouth has been. I know what I've eaten. <laughs> but marriage means committing to someone in sickness and in health, and that also means splitting a toothbrush. I don't remember that in the vows. <laughs> <laughs> you promise to cherish, share a toothbrush, hold forever. Wait, 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 whoa, back up. <laughs> whoa, toothbrush? Well, we did it, and we don't do it very often. What about uh, deodorant or antiperspirant? Would you share? Not like, okay, we're talking it's hers or his. Would you share it if you were without yours on a trip or something? I would. I would. Because first of all, first off, guys' deodorant is so much better than women's deodorant. There's, I think there's just more like... I don't know what the word is. Protein in the deodorant? <laughs> There's no protein in deodorant. It's sturdier. It's sturdier. It's it's made to last because men sweat and apparently women don't. Men's, men's deodorant now with fiber. <laughs> and when, Now with more iron. Women's deodorant smells really nice at first, but then it wears off super fast. So I'm fine with sharing deodorant. So you would share deodorant. Would you, JP? If I uh, wouldn't have a problem with the... Uh, the aroma, the smell, you know, of a flowery female type deodorant. But I don't, again, I'd, I'd be more apt to sharing deodorant than than my lover's toothbrush. Lover's toothbrush. Yeah. So the toothbrush is because it's in the mouth as opposed to underarms. And I would think 
women take better care of their underarms than most guys. <laughs> yeah. If she's using your deodorant or your antiperspirant, you're probably going to get it back relatively clean anyways. It's going to be cleaner than when you got it. <laughs> uh, all right. This is fascinating. What about you? Where do you draw the line at sharing? Do you have a problem with somebody sharing so much as a coffee cup? That was 50-50 here. Or do you are you very open? What about clothing? What about some of the other stuff that people can share? How about this one? I'll give you one more, and then, then we'll move on. You're eating, they're eating, you're at a restaurant, you each have your own plate, but you want to try the other's food. How do you feel about handing them a forkful of what is your fork versus letting them have some, but they take their own silverware? Where do you fall on that, sharing a fork, even if it's for one bite? I don't like sharing food, number one. Yeah, well, that number- I get. <laughs> Me either. But number two, I just don't like, you put it in your mouth. And then you put it back on your plate, and then you're like, oh, sweetie, this uh, this spaghetti is delicious. Here you go. And you shove it in their mouth. I think that's disgusting. It's not as, it's not as, incl- it's, it's not the same as brushing your teeth, but it's going in the same spot. I mean, does it fall into the same category for you? Mm. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, what if, you got to try this, it's so good. And you <laughs> place it in their mouth, and they're just like, Bleh, and they <laughs> spit it back out over your fork. Like a baby. Like, oh, it's not good. <laughs> All right. Then that, that part, I'd be like, well, that's the last time you're going to get to try my food. Uh, the next time you want to try my pasta, you're just going to have to get it off my plate. I would, I would not be good with that. For me, that would be weird. I would, if somebody wants to try my food, fine, but they're going to have to use their own fork, or I'll cut them a piece and move it to their plate. Yes, I don't exactly. want, I don't want my, their fork. My fork in their mouth or vice versa? I've never been a big fan. And now this even goes back to pre-pandemic. Like if, say, we're out after work, like we've been before at Anton's and we're at the beer garden drinking some beverages outside. Like, oh, this is a new beer. You guys got to try this. And they pass it around to like four, five, six different people. No, no, I'm not doing that. Disgusting. I think with with that, you say, you got to try this. And that implies they can go buy their own. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's alcohol in it, so it's going to kill some germs. But but I know who you guys are. (laughs) I know who we are. I know who I am. I am, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable drinking out of your glass. Interesting. What about you? Where do you fall on this? Sharing the things that touch parts of our body. I mean, essentially, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> well, you're right, yeah. That's the um, watered-down version of it. Where do you stand on sharing cups, toothbrushes, deodorant, uh, or a fork? I'd love to hear from you. You can tap that message button on the K92.3 app. And if we ever see you at a live event, we'll certainly be right up there uh, eating your nachos and chicken wings, right? Hey, tomorrow on this show, right around this time, Lee Bryce will join us. We're going to have Lee Bryce on the uh, radio. In K-Country, Lee Bryce will be performing at the Five Flag Center in Dubuque on March 13th. Yes, that's a Saturday. Uh, Special show at the Five Flag Center. A little social distancing still in effect, but we'll have tickets uh, tomorrow right around the time we talk to Lee Bryce. And you know the contest we've been doing, right? You remember what we've been doing. What we've been doing is our impersonation game. You name the impersonation, uh, the accent, if you would, and you win. So that's how we're doing it. We'll, we'll do Lee Bryce lyrics. And it's my turn tomorrow from what I've been told. Yeah. Great. It's right. Kind of a takeoff on Lee's song, That Don't Sound Like You. And it won't sound like JP, at least we hope not. You were on the John last time. That, was, if, the, that was the clue. What if I draw out and you have just written my name? What if I'm supposed to impersonate James Patrick? <laughs> wow, it'll take forever to get a winner. 
a lot of people calling and going, uh, are you Johnny? <laughs> do you have problems? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I do. It'll be a very boring reading of the Lee Bryce lyrics. If that's the case. Well, I, I haven't, we haven't looked into the cup of accents in a while. It's sitting over here in the corner. Maybe, just maybe one of the hosts will be on there. If it is you, then God help us all. We might be playing for 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, Interest Skyscraper brought up a good one. We were just talking about items you would share or wouldn't share with a partner. And he brought up hairbrush, which I hadn't thought of. Uh, And JP, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Wouldn't be an issue for you. Hey, honey, can I borrow your hairbrush? Yeah, you think I have one? Yeah. I have no hair. Serious question. Do you have a hairbrush of any kind? I have a comb, but I don't think I've used it in a couple decades. Wow. I mean... And I can have hair, but I prefer to shave it. Yeah. I mean, but I'm rather thin if I do grow it out. I got a call from Rogaine. They wanted to know if you, <laughs> if you wanted a free can. Uh, what about you, Carrie? Because women have a lot more hair usually than men. So if you ask to borrow his brush, it would probably be easier to navigate than vice versa. But where would you come down on that? If he asks you, let's just say your guy says, hey, babe, can't find my hairbrush. Can I use yours? Um, first off, I would wish him luck because for women, the teeth on the brushes are so long and like pointy because we have such thick hair and they like want, we want to yank out the knots. Yeah, it's like a weapon. Yeah, it is. I could slap someone with it. It's great. Um, if anyone comes up behind me, I'm like, whoop. Um, (laughs) (laughs) sounds like you've done this before. She's prepared. I am. But I actually thought about this because I borrowed my dad's hairbrush when I was younger and I, tried to brush it through my hair, but it was all just thin bristles. Yeah, yeah. And not like hard things. So I was like, this is just like patting and like petting my hair. This is doing nothing for me. So I wouldn't share it because it's ineffectual. Okay. More so, not so much uh, because of what could be in there, but just, yeah. Well, I think if hypothetically, if I am in a very serious relationship, we'll probably be sleeping in the same bed. So our heads will be close to (laughs) each other when we sleep. That logically would happen. Yeah. Uh, Pillows. So I'm fine with that. Lice, if we both have it, that's fine. You got to share that, too. Yeah, Yeah. they'll they'll get there one way or the other from one head to the next. They Mm -hmm. don't need a hairbrush for that. Although they probably would appreciate it, speed it up. Uh, Carmen messaged in and said uh, on the K92.3 app, she said, I'd be more likely to share a drink with a girlfriend than my boyfriend. I know where his mouth is bent. <laughs> uh, kind of a takeoff on what we were talking about earlier. And then uh, we had another listener who doesn't didn't put their name on the K92.3 app when they messaged us and said, I wouldn't share anything that goes in my mouth, but I'd have no problem with a fork. But I, but that does go in your mouth. So maybe they mean like just grabbing the other person's fork. I don't know. Uh, or maybe food you? in general. Maybe that's what they're they're talking about. It like- could be. Yeah. I had a buddy in college when he moved in with his girlfriend, now wife. He had a thing where he could not share bath towels. Like after a shower, even after it was washed, he could not even touch her towel. Wait a minute. Why? I don't know. And like this is your well now wife does. Why are you? I mean, I was confused by this. I'm like, the towel's the cleanest thing that you put on your body after you clean yourself out of the shower. It doesn't get much cleaner than that. Really he's like, doesn't. oh, I can't touch your towel. Uh, that's, what? That wouldn't bother me at all. I know. I, I, I still to this day, it confounds me. I don't understand. Is he single? No, they're married. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> at least she doesn't, she doesn't worry about him using her towels, I guess. I don't understand what his phobia was with uh, that. Yeah, that one I don't understand. Maybe it's the texture. That's what I'm thinking. Wait, girl, 
Girls' towels have a different texture than... No, I mean, like, after you shower, usually the towel gets, like, feels a little, like, funky and weird. Yeah, but like even after, sweat. he could have washed it 30 times over, and oh. he still would not touch her towel. He's, he's saying it sounds like if he knew she had ever used that towel. Yeah, yeah. What about a hand towel? I don't know, but I'm assuming it's the same. I don't know. That'd be different. Yeah, I would think that'd be different. But, but it's still he could not touch her bath towel. Just he hated the thought of it. Which I'm amazed they even got married. No kidding. I mean, my goodness, she couldn't be any cleaner. It's not like she's toweling off before the show. Yes. Right? I, I, I still don't. And this has been years and years and years. I don't understand it. I'm perplexed. I wonder if that's changed. Maybe he maybe singing a different tune. I think he has issues. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got some deep-seated issues. Uh, Justin wrote in on the K92.3 app and says, I'm a germaphobe, and I don't even like when she's in my car. I will wipe down the steering wheel. I'll wipe down the seat. It's not because of my girlfriend. It's because of anybody. Wow. So there you go. He, he's probably had a tough time with this pandemic. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But good on him for uh, being so clean. Yeah. That's my big thing. I bet the handy wipes or whatever, those were hard to find when the pandemic first hit. Everybody was hoarding those. All right. We'll be back with news and weather coming up on Marks in the Morning, a history lesson from JP and so much more. Marks in the Morning. Good morning and happy hump day. Almost to, well, we're at the center point of the week. So let's just say we're almost to the weekend. We'll look at this as a glass half full. It's going to be a pretty good weekend, temperature-wise. Looks like we'll dip a little bit into the 30s, and there's a slight chance for snow. But uh, where we were two weeks ago versus where we'll be this weekend, oh, I don't think anybody's complaining. And before we get to our history lesson, JP is a weather fanatic. We don't spend a lot of time just talking about weather, but this is an interesting stat. Our, you, you, you give it. You gave it better than I will. In Waterloo, if you took all the high temps and the low temps this month and averaged them out, yeah. the average temperature in Waterloo for the month of February is 6 that's it, just six. Hey, six above, right? Yeah, six above, yeah. <laughs> yes, a plus six. What's the, okay, so we've got about less than a week here. The month ends on Sunday. We're not going to have a high below 30, it doesn't appear. In fact, we might even hit 40 um, by Saturday. So will that help? Maybe we'll get up to 10 before the end of the month. Yeah, yesterday and Monday were our first two back-to-back 40-degree days since before Christmas. Oof, B.C., yeah. BC, that, that hurts. Carrie <laughs> yeah. Mack, we were figuring this out, too. Before that 40-degree day, she hadn't been here because she got here in January, and mm-hmm. everything kind of started to unravel for our winter in January. She hadn't had a day like above 15, I don't think. This, I'd have to double-check Yeah, that. yesterday it was 44, so that's the warmest day you've experienced in Iowa, Carrie. Yeah, yeah It's I all know. downhill from here. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my shorts right now. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie came in with her shorts. She had flip-flops on. She yeah, had a golf bag, and she doesn't even golf. So there you go. I do golf. Oh, we well, have, we have a go. golf, a putting green right outside the studio. Yeah, it's don't always... insult me. What's your, are you, what's your handicap? My handicap. <laughs> Just I, name one. Golf. No, I'm kidding. Um, I have like a lazy eye. <laughs> That's what makes you such a strong golfer. <laughs> oh, is that like when you put like uh, like put your finger up to test the wind? Is that what you're? We'll go with that. No, it's, it's like how many strokes you'd add. Never. Oh, I've never actually like gone, gone golfing. Oh. I've gone to like a, a drive. I love going to the driving range though, and I want to go golfing. But I got into golfing when COVID hit. So what, what about mini golf, putt putt golf? Oh, that's fun. I have a bad record with that. I'm not a good putter. I'm not a good putter. <laughs> the, the guy in the uh, you know guy and his kid on the hole three holes over on hole seven while she's on eighteen. Whack! Boom! <laughs> My son. 
<laughs> All right. Let's lighten the mood. Hey, JP, what's our history lesson? For you me? know what? I've been thinking about this. I need some theme music for this. Oh, you know, we have we have theme music for everything else we do, but not for a history lesson. I will take anything at this point, sir. I'll sing. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> See, the thing is, now we're going to have to use this every time. And if you're just tuning in two months from now and you you're hear this bit, you'll be like, why is he using is this margarita corner? <laughs> JP's spicy history lesson. All right. Do you guys know what a curtain call is? Yeah, it's like your last show, right? Or something? Or Yeah, say you come out, it's the last song of the night, you go backstage, and the crowd's just up standing, cheering your name, so you come back out and you bow and say, yeah, thanks, and then you leave again. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what you do at the end of the show. Yeah. yeah. That's how we end the show, and it's not a visual show, so nobody knows. Yeah, I come back in like, did you guys need me for anything? No, no, just keep going. But it was on this day, 1988, singer Luciano Pavarotti, world-famous opera singer, oh, yeah. he set a record with 165 curtain calls. Oh, my goodness. Which means he finished his show. The crowd stood up and cheered. He came out 165 more times to acknowledge them. I would have quit after, like, three. I would have been in my car before the crowd was cheering for the 10th one. So this was in 1988. The standing ovation for him lasted 67 minutes. Oh, what? So, so if you're in the crowd, you're witnessing, witnessing him sing opera for a few hours, I'm guessing. Then they stood there and clapped for another hour plus. This was in Berlin, in West Berlin, 1988. Wow, they West. There you go. You just dated it right there. They must have been hard up for entertainment in the West. Oh part my of gosh! I can't, even can you imagine being Pavarotti? You know you're that famous, but 165 times you walk back and like, oh god, I got to go out there again. <laughs> you get Will these home, people stop. Your wife's like, why are you late? Well, honey, I had 165 curtain calls. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> but that's a record. It's a it's an obscure record, but it'll never be broken. There's no, no way that'll yeah, be. Yeah, and I don't think oh that would gosh. needs to be. After the 75th, I would have been heading to my car. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I said. I'd be I'd be out trying to beat traffic. It, he mm. probably had like a stage manager or his just his marketing manager. Like, now go out one more time. Like, are you kidding? It's been 150 times. I, I just one more. Just one. What more. if the show was like 40 minutes long? It wasn't very long. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he padded it with curtain calls. Maybe the audience was like, we paid thousands. And, then, and you, you know, you go to a concert and you know for sure when it's done, when they turn on the house lights. Uh, Otherwise, yeah. if they keep the lights off, like, oh, the band's going to come back out for a few more songs. And the lights just stay off or on. Like, you would never know when this thing oh, was going to end. that stage manager must have just been a mess. <laughs> How long were each, like, curtain call, though? Like, was he, like, popping in and out, like, for, like, ten, like, ten times? It, and then, like... You know what? I've searched for video of this, but this, you know, this is late 80s, so there, I, I could never find any footage of it, because I would love to see that. Just the expression on his face after curtain call number one, he's probably like, oh, thank you, this is great, I appreciate the audience. But an hour later, can you imagine his demeanor? How he'd be like, uh, "You got come seriously? I have, I have a life, guys. I have to go to bed." <laughs> he comes out with a cigarette in his mouth. He's like, "Come on, I know I'm great. Let's go." All right, there you go. That's your history lesson for today. We're going to take a curtain call here. At least we assume you're standing and clapping. And we'll be back with Nashville news and Parmalee's new song with Blanco Brown coming up first in the morning on the mighty K92.3. It's about nine minutes after eight o'clock. It's going to be a warm day today. Anybody want to go swimming? I found a swimming pool on East 4th Street. I think it's a pothole. <laughs> I wouldn't know, though. If you want to, grab your bathing suit. We'll hop and we'll just stop traffic because Lord knows the pothole will if, uh, if we don't. <laughs> well, there's something this time of the year, too, that is kind of goes along with potholes. I believe they're called frost heaves on, <laughs> on concrete. It's where, and I could be wrong in this, but you guys will notice this for sure, where 
the snow will melt, the yeah. water will seep into the cracks under the foundation, and then it freezes. What happens when water, when it freezes? Yep. It expands. Mm-hmm. So it will raise up the partition of the concrete, and it's like the reverse pothole. It's like a little speed bump. And Ugh. though I hate those as well. What's it called? A heave? A frost heave. H e a v e. Somebody had fun naming that one. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> there are some potholes. I mean, this is going to be. Look at the winter we've had, and knock on wood, we don't get any more ice or anything. And we're going to probably get snow in March. We usually do, maybe even April. But the streets, the I mean, there's going to be some major potholes. We're seeing them now because of the melting, and maybe they're heaves. I guess I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, there's going to be some major potholes. Uh, we have this on our K92.3 app. It's one of our first stories. Maybe I'll move it to the top here when we get done chatting. Where you can submit a pothole if you happen to come across one. <laughs> almost, you can report one. It reminds me of like, you see the signs on highways, like adopt a highway. It's like adopt a pothole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take the one on uh, 5th Street. I saw a pedestrian fall in the other day. That's how big it is. It's covering the sidewalk. I know in New York, because of all the terrorism stuff that has been has people worried they it's like if you see something say something so if you see something say something that's the midwest version if you see something say something and it's everybody calling it about a pothole <laughs> hey you gotta sh- save your shocks and struts yeah there you go i'm waiting for that day maybe it's happened and i'm not encouraging this but where somebody does get their car gets damaged and they try to sue the city i don't think it would go very well for you but if you genuinely have reported a pothole, because it would be on record, if you follow the link that we've put out here, and again, I'm moving it to the top right now. And we're posting it on Facebook, too. All right, okay, good deal. Uh, you probably could back up that you reported a pothole. I mean, the city can't necessarily promise they'll get out and fill it right away, especially because they're, they're dependent on weather as well. But I would think there would be something to that, right? Like, okay, I was on, I'll just keep using 4th Street, because that's the street we're off of as an example. Pothole got bigger. Pothole got bigger. Car got wrecked. I reported, you know, you'd think somebody would try it at least. I've noticed when I've come across a few potholes this year and the last years as well, I make a sound, a quite audible sound out of my body when I approach it. I know I'm not going to be able to miss it. I'm just like, and it's the same sound every time. I make a similar sound, but the FCC (laughs) won't let me share it. (laughs) But there's nothing worse than knowing that there's a chance you're going to have to get your tires or your wheels aligned again because you go through this enormous pothole. And it just, the feeling of your car when you hit it is just, oh, oh, oh. it's just a terrible feeling. You just feel for your car. Yeah. And your wallet. Yes, I get you. Well, that's one thing we have to look forward to. Uh, Iowa only ha- actually has a couple of seasons, winter and pothole season. <laughs> Some would argue we also have mosquito season. So I, I guess I've, they go hand in hand. I've seen in the past where people get fed up with potholes and they'll actually fill them with dirt, but put trees like they'll plant flowers or trees in there just to get back of the city or they'll just go around with spray paint and circle them and circle and circle and circle. I've seen, sir, is that what people are doing? I, I often thought that that was something the city did to Mark like to come back to. I think they may do that as well with the orange spray yeah, paint, yeah. but I think other people just get fed up. Like, here, highlight this. Maybe you guys will see this now. You could turn it into, like, a smiley face or an open mouth face. Yeah, emoji. or an eyeball. You know, that yeah, could be right. one of the eyeballs. You won't have to look far for the other eyeball yeah. right, uh, across the street, on oncoming traffic. All right. Well, anyways, it's up there on our K92.3 app website. And then as Carrie mentioned, it'll be on Facebook, how to report a pothole. This is for our friends here in the Cedar Valley. All right, Nashville news uh, at the end of the hour. Weird news coming up first. That's JP telling it. It's 20 after 9. That means it's time for Weird News Rodeo, where we have a whip sound effect. And Howard Dean 
built into a rim shot sound effect. Yeah, that's the whole bit. Well, JP has a story for us. It's a weird story, generally. What you got today? All right, a woman from New Jersey beat the Spanish flu, outlived three husbands and a son, and now she just beat coronavirus. You think she went out and got it just so she could say she had it? <laughs> to look how tough I am. Yeah. She tested positive for the virus on her 105th birthday last oh month. Oh, my gosh. So what's her secret to a long life? She soaks golden raisins in gin for exactly nine days before she eats them. That's such patience. She's been doing this for her entire life. Oh. Soak raisins in gin for no less than nine days. And apparently that's the fountain of youth to longevity. And the fountain of beating every horrible virus. What did you say? Spanish flu? The Spanish flu, which was a gigantic pandemic 100 that was, years that ago. That was a big one. That's yeah. the one that everybody, a lot, everybody, but some people, a lot of people are comparing this to. Yeah. She also drinks aloe juice and brushes her teeth with baking soda. Wow. What? Which wow. must have worked because she never had a cavity what? until she was 99 years old. Oh. Which was... also means she still had teeth at the age of 99. Yeah. Man, I'm, I am in awe of this woman. But I do have to question how she keeps getting these horrible things. Like, for example, if she had Spanish flu and COVID-19 and everybody around her is dying except for her, maybe there's something else going Maybe this woman's actually a curse. Black <laughs> widow right here. You should sample her Goodness. blood. And yeah. she, I think she's immune to everything. I just want to inject that into me like a super serum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might live forever. This 105-year-old has five grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and 11 great-great-grandchildren. Does she still drive? <laughs> she drives their bus, actually. She has to drive all her great-great-grandchildren to school. Because she's going to outlive their parents. She's 105 and in New Jersey. Yeah. Wow. Very good. We give her an applause there. Jersey's strong. She, apparently. She probably remembers when New Jersey was a territory. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers when it was old Jersey. Oh, and they won't let me hit it again. There we go. All right. Nice job. Anybody else? It's open season. <laughs> Nope. I'm not going to make fun of this old lady. No, I'm not making fun of her. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we are. All right. We won't make fun of her anymore, but in case you're wondering, her social security number is six. <laughs> we'll be back. Marks in the morning news, weather, and uh, some sports with Elwin Huffman and Rebecca Kopelman. We'll hear music from Lee Bryce. Rumor coming up. And you know what today is? It's another one of those good old-fashioned, fun, made-up holidays. This one's food-related. We'll get into it next, and we'll talk about Iowa's connection. Hockey. Three happy Wednesday as we reach the end of our workday. You uh, obviously are in store for a lot of commercial-free music coming up. Jess will be on the job, and we'll have 30 minutes nonstop country throughout the day. You know what today is, guys? Today is a, it's a holiday of sorts. It's National Tortilla Chip Day. <laughs> is it like the appreciation of the tortilla chip? Uh, my guess is, yeah, it has to do with that. But uh, our pals at Zippy have put out a, a poll of every state's favorite salsa, or not specifically salsa, but every state's favorite dip. And I know as soon as I bring this up, everybody's going to yell ranch at their radio. Take ranch out of the equation, because really what we're talking about is something you dip a tortilla chip in. And it kind of spoiled it. Iowa's favorite is simply salsa, which is very vague because there's a lot of different types of salsa. Where do we all stand on salsa? Do what? What is your favorite? What do you like? It spicy? Do you like it mild? Do you like beans? Do you like corn? What do you like in your salsa? I'm a fan of salsa, but the problem is it's it's so juicy and it drips. I mean, salsa is very messy. You need a strong chip for that. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I like it chunky. I like it nice and thick and chunky and mild because I can't go too spicy. Oh, 
because I'm a wimp. What about adding cheese to salsa? A uh, cheese-based salsa? That's something you can do? Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin's pick was beer cheese dip. There you oh, go. I'm Stereotypical Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Salsa was Iowa's, once again, very vague. It was almost the entire country's favorite. This is one of those polls they probably should have thought twice before they put out. <laughs> Minnesota, the Dakotas, uh, you name it, all picked salsa. Uh, Wisconsin beer cheese dip and uh, Missouri and Illinois guacamole. That's an interesting See, one. That would have been my pick. I'm a big guacamole fan. Do you like guac like a fresh guac? Yeah, I'll uh, make it from home, but I'll use a mix with the avocados, but I like mine extremely spicy. Really? Okay, I'm with you on the spicy. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a spicy guac. Oh, it's good stuff. I do like corn in my salsa. I don't like beans in salsa. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? It's this Corn! Is, yeah, that's good. That's corn is great right. in salsa. Beans do not need to be in salsa. Yeah, corn I, just adds a little extra. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yuck. I don't like no. it. I like tomatoes, obviously, in my salsa, but I can't stand corn. Do you, wait, no, you are in Iowa. Do you like corn? I like corn, but I don't like... I love corn on the cob. I'm not a huge fan of eating, like... Random kernels of corn. Okay. Well, the, the reason no, but you know what I'm saying, like when you have like a side dish of corn, I just don't. I'm not a huge fan of that. Okay. The but reason, I love corn on the cob. Well, okay. The reason I bring up corn, if I like spicy salsa. I feel corn helps cut the acid from the tomatoes and the spice a little bit. Oh, you makes think it more about palatable. Salsa yeah. quite a bit. And I do realize that you're dipping corn in corn because the tortilla chip is corn. I get that, but the I, the appreciation is not lost on me. <laughs> it's probably, well, it's what? It would be, uh, the corn would be sweet corn, but the chip would be made of what? White corn or what? It would be a different kind of corn. So it wouldn't exactly be the same. You've put a lot of thought. I, I have. <laughs> this is what I do. I go home and think about this. Think about salsa. I lock myself in a room and think about it. <laughs> Anyways, read more on the app. We'll get a story up here. Our favorite uh, dip for tortilla chips in Iowa. Shouldn't be a huge shock. It's salsa. All right, back in a few with Luke Holmes in your last Nashville News Minute of the Morning. And then as mentioned, Jess will be on the job with 30 minutes nonstop country.